It's noon here on the last day of February, Tuesday, February 28th. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge with your hosts, Zach and Ray, or Ray and Zach as some prefer it, coming to you from our worldwide headquarters in downtown Bethesda, Maryland. How the hell are you today, Hanson? I am doing well, Pops. Um, here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, what a nice kitchen. Ford, GM, and Stellantis. Yeah. The, uh, the theory is they're going to fail. Oh, really? Yeah, the theory. Who's theory? Well, it's coming from Cox Automotive. Really? It is. It is. So give me a second here, folks, and we will take a quick peek. Let me pull up. I, right I must screen. have missed that headline. <laughs> Volume is for vanity. Profit is for sanity. Now, there yes. is an awesome opinion piece written in Cox Automotive today talking about that, essentially going into the depths of automakers are choosing one of two strategies. Either yes. they are going the Stellantis Ford GM route of we are going to increase the prices of our vehicles and sell fewer of them. Yes. Or we are going to go the Hyundai, Kia, Toyota, and I'm even going to throw Tesla in their route of we are going to drive prices down and have more uh, price attainable vehicles. Gain more market share. Gain more market share. Yeah. Look at this, Dad. Yes. I'm going to scroll down. Annual U.S. sales volume from 2019 to 2022. This is in blue, Hyundai, yeah. in orange, Stellantis. Yes. So in 2019, yes. Hyundai sold two-thirds as many cars as Stellantis. Okay. Three-fourths as many cars as Stellantis. Seven-eighths. Seven-eighths <laughs> as many cars as Stellantis. This Almost year, the Dad, same. This year, they're selling the same amount of cars. Yes. Now, how could that possibly be happening well it has something to do with this folks yes the average msrp of a stellantis product sold in the u.s is fifty seven thousand dollars yes the average hyundai motor, motor group product is thirty five thousand dollars can we just acknowledge for a second that hyundai the brand that has had issues out the wazoo with regards to reliability and recalls they're gaining market share faster than pretty much anyone simply because they're offering an affordable vehicle we talked about it on yesterday's show honda's yeah. decision to bring back the lx the entry-level trip Ford, GM, and Stellantis are choosing the strategy of profits over all else. The other automakers, a lot of our Asian automakers, are choosing the we are going to gain market share. And I think you can make a very compelling argument that, that Ford, GM, and Stellantis are choosing the path that looks attractive today yes. and devastating tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Um, well, they'll still be here tomorrow. And, the, and they'll be here 20 years from now. And they'll be here 50 years from now. Um, albeit they might not be the same size company as they are today, um, you know, because if you dig into, this, into those stats, Stellantis um, it was selling 657,000 less vehicles last year than they had yep. uh, previously. But their, their revenues only went down 6%. Their average profit went up dramatically. So, uh, you know, there's something to be said for that strategy. However, on the other hand, that's 657,000 less customers that they had, that's 657,000 657, less service customers that they've created, less opportunities to trade people out of a vehicle in the future. Yep. So it's a short-term strategy. I, I don't know that it's a real successful long-term strategy. <laughs> Excuse me. You're okay, Dad. I, well, I am because I have some WeWork tea. And I think there's a real opportunity here, Dad, for one of these brands, Hyundai Kia, for example, yes. to just continue to grow year over year in the way that they've been. We saw Subaru did this. What did they have? They had consecutive months of sales growth for what, like 15 years? 
something crazy like that until a chip shortage. There are opportunities for entry-level price points now more than ever before to gain this market share. And it is very much an intentional decision. We, we covered the news last week. It's been everywhere. GM intentionally holding back supply and development of uh, or production, excuse me, of Silverado pickup trucks. Well, Silverado yeah, pickup but, but, trucks that cost $60,000 or more. That's an intentional business decision, a strategic decision, and will likely lead to more and more pain for these automakers as Hyundai, Kia, and others swoop in and, and capture those I, per buyers. I, I think the way you have to look at it is, are, are the major players, are, are the legacy manufacturers in the United States, yeah. are they looking at it as this will continue to be a shrinking market in comparison to a population growth? Yeah. Okay. And if it will be a shrinking market in comparison to population growth, are we better off just appealing to the well-heeled clientele that's out there? And and that, you know, if you start looking at the long-term effects of this, that might actually make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there will there be players for the lower-end market? Yes. Will they ever make the type of money that the players in the higher-end market make? No. Can they have market share? Yes. The gross profits will never be anywhere near the same. I, I, so it's it, it depends, I, I guess, on what your projection for growth and the market is moving forward. And if if the conclusion for the legacy manufacturers is it's a shrinking market and will continue to shrink, then this might make sense. Might. 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 I, I you know, I, I, I won't be around long enough to, <laughs> yeah, to see if it works or you not. You might. Yeah. You will. I mean, but, but, you know, I can't, um, you know, can, can corporations make bad decisions? Happens every day. Okay. Happens every, every day. Um, but I would think that they've, you know, the bean counters have put the pencil to paper and they figured out that perhaps in the long run, this is the way to go. Short term, you're giving up something long term. You'll still be there. Um, you, you mentioned it and, and I want to pull it up on the screen. Um, Stellantis has done something pretty <clears throat> remarkable. Yes. So here is their monthly U.S. sales volume. They're in orange. Hyundai yes. is in blue. So obviously a huge gap in the past. They're pretty much even now. Hyundai's pulling ahead. Yes. However, even though sales are down by 656,000 units, yes. their revenue only slips 6% in yes. a year. Yeah. So they are doing the trick of all tricks. No less incentives, more expensive vehicles, higher profit fewer margin sales. vehicles. Um, you know, I think quoted in, in the article was this uh, Sergio Marcioni, yeah. who was the uh, former head of what is now Stellantis. And, and he said, he said, if people are buying the Fiat 500s, I'm in trouble because I lose $14,000 every time they buy one. He didn't want people to buy those. He wanted people to buy the expensive stuff. Yeah. You look at, at one time, Jeep had a 10% market share for its, its, in its segment. It's down to 3%. Okay. But their profits are up. Yeah. So there, there is, <clears throat> there's a way to, to look at it as, as either you're going to be a mass market brand or you're, you're going to be somewhat less than a mass market brand. 
and and some of these manufacturers have decided you can't be both. And Stellantis has decided they're going to be a, a luxury brand. We will we will give up sales. We will give up the lower end to concentrate on the higher end to concentrate on the vehicles that allow us to make the most money. At the Does same, that mean they won't be here? No, that, that they're not going anywhere. At and the neither, same time, yes. they're also investing in how they grow subscription revenue. So well, I don't sure. know. Sure, but but. The, the you know I I mean I love you, but Ford, GM, Stellantis are 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 probably not going to fail. This is why this but, is a point counterpoint show like Car Edge Electric. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm particularly fond of is your clickbaity titles, and they do tend to work. Hey, it is an interesting dichotomy of strategy. It It'll be very interesting to see if the trends that we were looking at with sales continue to, to transition. And, and, and there is something to be said for, uh, you know, vanity and sanity. Uh, you know, for years and years and years, when when uh, BMW and Mercedes-Benz were duking it out for, <clears throat> for volume leadership, sales volume leadership in the luxury segment, I mean, the amount of money that BMW would pay to work to the dealer body to get them to report cars sold that weren't actually sold uh, was staggering. Uh, so there's there's a certain amount of vanity tied into this, and it does have a cost. Yep. But in those two brands, you're talking about luxury brands that were making a lot of money per car anyway. But, I but they could have been making even more had they had they uh, practiced a little sanity. I agree with Wendy here, Dad. Right now it looks good for shareholders, but in a year they'll be in pain. And I think your point is it might take longer than a year, but I, I do think it's a short-term play versus a long-term play. Let's switch gears. Yes. Talking about the used car market today is Tuesday. That means we have the latest data from Black. But before we look there, from the latest weekly update from Cox Automotive, yes, auto loan rates keep moving higher. The latest data yes. shows that the average new car auto loan is 8.67%. The average used car auto loan in February is up to 13.65%. So now, can we explain to folks what that means? Or may I try to explain what that means? It means how the hell do you afford a car? Well, that's besides the point. We've been having that conversation for the last two years. Yeah. Um, you know, the average is 8.67%. There are subvented rates for manufacturers that are much lower than that. Yep. There are rates from banks that are much lower than that, that are available, but they're based on credit tiers and credit scores. So that somebody with an 800 credit score could go into a bank and maybe get 5.9%. Yep. Somebody with a 640 credit score could go into that bank and perhaps get it at 10.9%. Yep. That's how they come up with the average. Okay. That doesn't mean everybody that walks in, that's the rate that they're going to be offered. Of There's going to yeah. be pe people that are going to be offered less, people that are going to be offered more. And typically it is based on your credit history. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you yeah. know, because because I, I see in the comments every time when we say stuff like, you know, well, I know I can get my, well, of course you can. It's an average. That means there's some above, some below. It's it's an average. Math and not class. everybody has your credit score. Math class with Ray and Zach. Well, you know, it, 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 it requires an explanation. The insights from Black Book. So we saw another wholesale increase at the used car auctions last week. The market continued upward swing. That started three weeks ago, gaining another fifth of a point from the prior week, an increase from uh, where we were 0.14. So bigger issue. What's the bigger issue? Bigger issue. 
the bigger issue is against this. His, the historic average for the same week. So historically, this week the car segment was going down point thirty four hundredths of a percent. Do you want to hear? Do you want to weatherman it here? I'll put so, you right there. You can okay. point to it. Nope, in the camera. Other way. <laughs> Fuck it. <Dad>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, now if, if you take if you take the negative thirty four, yeah, and add a positive twenty seven, that that's what sixty. So it's 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 a sixty one hundredths of a percent Delta. swing, or or as some would say, especially those in 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 the Mississippi River Delta, that would be a a a, a six tenths of a percent delta. Yep. So that's massive. You know, when you say, okay, it's a fifth of a point, that, that doesn't seem like much. But when you compare it to where we where those numbers would historically have been, that's a big swing. That's a huge swing. Yes. All right, let's look at what they're seeing broken down by types of vehicles here. Some depreciation amongst luxury cars, that makes sense. But look, your subcompact, compact cars, this, this maps to what we're seeing already. We're hearing from our dealer partners, dealer friends. Yeah. Tax season is materializing. You don't have to look that far, uh, but the boom is going to be short-lived is the expectation. Yes. Here in the truck segment, Dad, uh, interestingly, vans are the ones that are going down. They had been the uh, uh, the bulls in the market for a long, long time. But for pretty over much everything a year. Yeah. is up. Let's see. One of the things I'm interested in, let's scroll all the way down. Let's get to the bottom here. I want to see what the uh, sales rate was. Yes. Okay, so the sales rate is still 49%. Yes. So that means that half of the cars that are going to the dealer auctions are not selling. Correct. That's a still a strong indicator that many vehicles are crap at the dealer auctions. Yes. Or or that that even if it's a step or two above crap, it's so overpriced that the dealers can't bring themselves to to buy them. Is, is really, in, in many cases, what it boils down to. Yeah, it really, really does. Yes. All right, we're going to do a quick one. Early in the show here. You ready, Pops? Sure. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding. kidding me. I feel like this ties in with where we started our conversation. You know, by the way, I didn't hear anything. I know, but but everyone else did. Okay, cool. This ties in with the beginning of our conversation today, Pops. Talking about Ford. I don't yes. think this is why Ford's going to fail, to be very clear. My my hypothesis is rooted in their business strategy of going up market. This headline, Dad, stood yeah. out to me. Future Fords could repossess themselves and drive away if you miss payments. I like that. Alternatively, the car could drive itself to a junkyard if it costs too much to repossess. Yes, really. So Ford is working on some technology. <laughs> yes. Here. Let's read it. Yeah. They've got a new patent. Average car payments have been rising for a while. Thank you for this, Peter. Yeah. Although auto loan delinquency rates have been down since the height of the pandemic, they're starting to go back up. Ford yes. applied for a patent to make the repossession process go smoother. For the bank, that is. The patent document was submitted to the United States Patent Office in August 2021, but it was formally published just the other day. Yes. It's titled, quote, Systems and Methods to Repossess a Vehicle. It describes several ways to make the life of somebody who has missed several car payments harder. It explicitly says the system, which could be installed on any future vehicle in the automaker's lineup with data connection, would be capable of, quote, disabling a functionality of one or more components of the vehicle, everything from the engine to the air conditioning, 
for vehicles with autonomous or semi-autonomous driving capability, the system could, quote, move the vehicle from the first from a first spot to a second spot that is more convenient for a tow truck to tow the vehicle, move the vehicle from the premises of the owner to a location such as, for example, the premises of a repossessed agency, or if the lending institution considers the, quote, financial viability of executing a repossession procedure to be unjustifiable, the vehicle could drive itself to the junkyard. Wow. Really? Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that that that's pretty amazing stuff. I mean, if if it actually did what what they they're hoping it might do. The the good news to me is the fact well it's Ford. So <laughs> it probably won't work. So more than likely it probably won't work the way it was intended and it'll be subject to a future recall. So for those of you who have the the self-repossession technology, yeah. you'll you need have to, to pay, you have to pay extra for that. You you'll need to bring that into the dealership. Uh, uh, there's been a recall on that. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine Stellantis? Because they're the ones that are bullish, most bullish on subscriptions. Yeah. They, Stellantis, to be clear. Yeah. Thirty billion dollars in annual revenue they want from consumer subscriptions. Imagine they have like a self-recall line item, two ninety nine a year. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll position it as a credit, uh, protect your credit system. Whatever. But I, could you imagine, I mean, if, if, if you were a Ford owner and you knew you were delinquent on your car loan yep. and, and you knew the recall was to, well, enhance the, uh, the repossession capability of the, of the technology and the software that's built into your, are you taking it in to get that corrected? No, I don't think so. Um, but you know, it's a, uh, it's it's interesting stuff, and and that came to us from our dear friend Alex, Alex the yeah. sound guy in Alaska, the Alaska sound guy. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it it more than anything, it it provides us with something to chat about on the show. <sighs> it is pretty interesting. Yes. stuff. That's uh, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, pups. We have a couple success stories over on the community forum that I wanted to turn our attention to as well. And before we do, I want to share with everyone we launched something brand new just yesterday. So I'm going to share the screen, and I just want to show everyone—not a pitch per se, but just want to make everyone quasi. Aware. This is this would be a quasi pitch, ladies and gentlemen, not the full pitch. When you sign in to your Car Edge account, we've got yes. a brand new homepage. So there's there's a. Uh, a happy pops there it is yeah so if you're a car edge member uh car edge plus member if you've bought car edge coach um, or anything in between you have a brand new even if you're on the free plan uh, we have our new homepage here that has all the quick links so a couple things to make you aware of first and foremost when you're searching for a vehicle we've now integrated so for example this land rover discovery we've now integrated suggested offers negotiability scores and car edge recommendations on every single vehicle detail page. So as you're searching for cars, you'll be able to see those. We yes. have also added, Dad, my deals. So if you want they to get your deal, no, if you want to keep oh. track of deals that you're working on, you can simply click on my deals and then you can uh, chat with a coach about a particular vehicle or you can actually go to your roadmap. Yes. Excuse go me. to your roadmap. You can add, <clears throat> yes. add your trade in, go through the financing process, contact the seller, copy the email template or whatever template you want to use. Yes. Here's the, the contact information for this dealership. In, and then when you get to negotiate, obviously input your out the door price and all of that fun stuff. That so, is so cool. It really is. And we've also cleaned up um, the top navigation. So it's a lot simpler. So if you're looking for like the glossary of terms, it's right there. You just you're kidding. Click me. on glossary in it. Because I know when I looked for it the other day for something, I, know, it's, I it's couldn't it's find the damn thing. It's tricky. 
but now it's all a little bit easier. Deal schools that. right here. The car edge research data. This is awesome. Right where it should be. Yeah, exactly. So we're cleaning things up. Please, please, please. This is my big plea, my big ask. Share feedback. So mm -hmm. I posted, and we're going to look at some success stories in a second here. But I posted, I'm going to go to the community forum. New, right? So just yeah. offer negotiability score, happy, smiling, death. Can you please leave comments? What do you want to see us do? How can we improve this? How can we make it better? This is just my ask to everyone that's on the stream right now. And in general, like, please help us make this better. We're planning on adding BlackBook onto used vehicle pages as well. So you can get run BlackBook reports directly on a used vehicle page. But we wow. really are just looking for feedback and input for how we can make this better. Okay? It's very cool. Yeah. No, I like it. That was, the, you know, for, for the quasi pitch, that almost wanted made me want to sign up. Thank you, Dad. I yeah. really appreciate yeah. it. I can't wait to get the full pitch. I'll just open my damn wallet. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah. All right. Shall we look at a success story or two? I believe we should. All right. Yeah. Come back to the screen here. Because what's interesting, you know, used car prices, they were going up. Yes. New car price. Uh, we are seeing wins still out there in the community, Dad. This is from Sorn. Okay. Talk about a Hyundai or a Kia, a mass market vehicle. Yes. I'm now the proud owner of a brand new 2023 Hyundai Elantra. I started my car buying process around the second week of February. I used the email templates and edited them to get the conversation started with a few dealers within a 150 mile radius, since that's the furthest I was willing to go. Okay. After a few back and forth with over seven dealerships and reviving, reviewing five quotes, uh, quotes five fell off quickly since they won't provide the information I wanted or refuse to negotiate a better price. Mm -hmm. I was down to two dealerships. One was local about 30 minutes away and the other was about two and a half hours away. The local dealership claimed they were going to beat my out-of-state offer, but during communication, uh, but during communication, I felt as though they weren't going to honor their word since they failed to provide the said offer in writing. Okay. But they moved on and completed my deal out of state with a dealership who was willing to work with me at the price I wanted. Sticker price was $32,363, including dealer markup and add-ons I had no interest in. I was successful at getting those removed and paid $25,500 out the door with title tax and license included. I did qualify for two rebates. Okay. Overall, the process went exactly as described in the Car Edge YouTube videos, and I was armed with the knowledge and community proved uh, provided in deal school. I went in with the upper hand and got the deal I wanted. Thank you, Car Edge. Can you just, on the like, seven grand is a lot of money. Seven uh, grand uh, on a uh, $32,000 initial price? Yeah. What's, the, what's the percentage savings there? 20 percent yeah that's awesome more. yeah that's crazy that that's crazy that's crazy i mean it's pretty incredible yeah, stuff but you know there there were rebates that that person qualified for so yeah that that that's a great job there it's work <clears throat> and you have to be prepared to put in the work if you know and and i guess the question i would ask anybody would you spend how however much time he spent doing this yep. to save seven grand okay five grand four grand three grand two grand is you know is is saving two thousand dollars worth the time invested and i would think most of us would come up to the conclusion that it would be yeah 100 percent. one of the things that i appreciated that soren did here and, yes. and i'll pull it up on the screen give me give me one quick second is that he actually put the initial sticker from the dealership yeah. and then the bank contract. Yes. And and we always appreciate it when folks do not put their personal information yes. on these things. But look at this, guys. This is the bank contract. 25000 I mean, there it is. All blown yes. up. Yes. 25500. This is the sticker on the vehicle. 
32,363. Yes. It is possible. Well, what you have to realize is the actual MSRP of the vehicle was $25,180. The dealer had installed uh, window tint, a clear film package, uh, their environmental prote paint protection package, and a pinstripe. Okay. And then they added nearly $3,000 in additional dealer markups. But what it indicates is that he was obviously able to negotiate off any of the additional dealer markup. And a discount off of MSRP. And, 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 and a discount of all the dealer installed stuff as well to get to a price that made sense. It is doable. It just takes work. You know, I mean, when I used to gamble. That was not what I was expecting you well, to say. Well, isn't buying a car a gamble? When I used to, <laughs> so so there's a connection there. Uh, it's a it's a crapshoot either way. But when I used to gamble, and, and I would and I would go into the casino and yeah. I would sit down at a blackjack table, <clears throat> and you know if if in the first twenty minutes I was up like two hundred bucks or something, I I would I would think to myself, well, I don't know, I don't. I don't make eight hundred dollars an hour. Nope, nobody's paying me eight hundred dollars an hour. If I can make two two hundred bucks in fifteen minutes, I'm I'm cashing out and going the hell home. Um, you know, it was work. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I had to be there for three or four hours for that to happen. But the point was, you know, if you're willing to put in the time, the effort, and the energy, and uh, you can get a reward. And I think it also, or you can lose it all. Yeah, right. your gambling <laughs> analogy is strange to me uh, on this one. I think it puts into perspective um, what's possible because for a lot of people, you just see that sticker and you're like, "Oh yeah. crap, I got to at least pay MSRP." No, yes. it shows you what's possible. And I love, 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 love seeing the actuals. Love seeing yes the the, uh, the, the screenshot or the photo of the bank contract. Okay, Absolutely. let's call it a show. Okay, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, yes, I have two shows tomorrow. You've got two shows. Car Edge Electric. We appreciate everyone tuning in over there. It was really fun to watch you, Justice. In Kimberly the other day, but we'll be back tomorrow. We yes. should have more used car market data. We also, it's the end of the month. Today's the last day of the month. So I'll be very curious to see if we get some month end numbers tomorrow as well. And again, please, 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 the biggest ask I have today is share feedback on the negotiability score suggested offer um, and what we're doing. So please go on the community forum and share your input. What would make that better? What could make that more helpful? And uh, and yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. And do you find value in yeah, in the things that that you are trying to? The add? roadmap. Do you guys think the roadmap's useful? Like, how can we make that more useful? So please, yeah, show share feedback. Is my we're, we're we're trying to do this a little differently than how they do things in a dealership. Um, and and what I mean by that is in the most recent study, uh, and I don't know if it was the Cox study, but it was one of the studies. I think it was Capital One. A Capital One study where dealerships think that uh, ease of doing business, like like it, it is a score of 71 yeah. or something like that. Customers see it at like 20%. Yeah. 20% of customers felt that there was truly an ease of doing business. 70% of dealers felt mm -hmm. that they made it easy for customers to do business. And the my point is that the only way for a dealer to really know what's easier for a customer is, I don't know, to ask them as opposed to just decide on on the customer's behalf what they think, what the dealership thinks is going to make it easier mm -hmm. for the customer. So when it comes to adding things to the website that we think or you think might be of value, 
Well, the best way to find out what really is of value to our members out there and those who use and utilize the website, well, <clears throat> is to ask them. Mm -hmm. Because what we think should be valuable, many of our members might not find it to be valuable. So that's why we ask. We don't want to just assume what it is that you would find valuable. We want to hear from you exactly what it is that you find valuable and what would add value to it so that we can try and develop it for you, if that makes any sense. Um, Ray Shevska, product leader extraordinaire. Well, I don't know about any of that, but uh, it just, it just it, you have to get the input from your customers. Absolutely, Dad. Yeah. All right. We'll be back tomorrow, noon. Eastern. Nine. Specific. Thank you, Pops. Thank you, everyone, for being here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>